Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode. It's the week of February 18th, 2021. This is episode 225, and I am your host, Chris Randazzo. Joining me tonight, as always, is long-term Disney deal, Karen Randazzo. What's a Jennings? Lucifer in the flesh, Angie Fernot. Don't at me, bro. And off-screen death, Evan Goldstein. I, that's my freedom of speech. Tonight, the latest allegations against Joss Whedon threaten to actually stick. Wakanda's windows are open a little bit wider. Brooklyn Nine-Nine comes to an end and much, much more. But first, how's everyone doing? I love your intros. (laughs) I like it when he puts on his fancy voice, like his newscaster voice. Yep. Mm -hmm. It sounds so funny. I I only dusted off for this podcast. Fox (laughs) News has got nothing on you, sir. (laughs) You're damn right. (laughs) To be fair. <laughs> you basically just any. laid the bar on the floor. That's how low it is. <laughs> I if, know. if anything, you dug a hole and threw it in. But that's the point. <laughs> Here's a fun little bit of trivia for all you people who listened to this week's episode. I started making videos for Stone Age Gamer, and I had to come up with an animated intro thing for uh, the for our logo. And I stole the uh, the the TV static clicky noise that we use from this week's episode. <laughs> To use for that. I listened to that today and I'm like, that sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Almost like uh, you did that. So how's everybody doing? What's uh, what's new and exciting in the happy world? Valentine's of, day, yes, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, listeners. Happy Valentine's Day for all you Rex and Parks and Recreation fans. Yeah, Galentine's. Galentine's. Uh, we're good. We haven't really celebrated Valentine's Day yet. Well, um, I mean, I got you your flowers and your your candy. Your, your no, we did and... we did the uh, Ooh, stuff. Yeah, we did the thing. We just oh. didn't celebrate. <laughs> no, we didn't do no, that we thing. Didn't do that thing. <laughs> I'm really, I'm oh. ready. That's a whole other thing. This is a thirsty conversation. So anyway. what ends up happening is every time there's a big. Oh like, my there... god, honey, let's not talk about Shark Week. <laughs> I wasn't even going to call it Shark Week. Jesus Christ. Shark Week? Is that what the kids are calling it these That's days? That's what I'm calling it these days, okay? Out of nowhere, Listen, I just got a message. Listen, the first rule about Shark Week is you don't talk about Shark Week. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of nowhere. I was, and I'm sitting at my desk, I'm like, I'm calling it Shark Week. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm not, what? You, you're talking to me as if we were in the middle of a conversation. I'm sitting... <laughs> Okay, in fairness to me and only me, because really this is what matters, uh, I was reading a webtoon, and it is an absolutely phenomenal webtoon called My Giant Nerd Boyfriend, and it was literally her talking about, it. the, the episode or webtoon of that day was uh, Shark Week plus Vomiting Sucks or whatever, or Shark Week plus Flu, and I was like, oh man, no one wants to watch Shark Week while they have the flu, and then... <laughs> I read the whole comic and I was like, oh no, I've been, oh no, this is far worse. 
<laughs> so <laughs> yeah that's what it's now called in our house so that's yeah that's and it's i mean it works because i literally just want to bite the heads off of everybody around me during this time so um there really has never been anything more appropriate in my entire life so you know there you go listeners a little inside baseball yeah you know read webtoons and read uh my giant nerd boyfriend and then uh you know thank me later enjoy your shark week how are you guys doing (laughs) i mean i'm doing good i'm living the dream over here i heard uh, ice cream and aliens (laughs) yeah my daughter is uh was uh trying to coax coax some extra snuggles out of me and usually i i'm not gonna say no right because there's oh it's never she's gonna grow up and she's not gonna want to you know eventually she's gonna hate me. you yeah <laughs> yeah she's, she's gonna be like no get off of me but you know, she'll, sometimes, she'll have shark week too <laughs> there you go sometimes it's been a day and i and, and i just need to i need to come downstairs and do a podcast like okay well i get it so uh but she's up there she was this is actually kind of a bit of a good segue. She was afraid at first because uh, we started watching The Dragon Prince, um, which was the show that we we des- uh, decided to watch next. And we're, what, three in, I think? Four. Th- four, four episodes in. And uh, it was the episode where um, uh, they laid King Harrow's body to rest. And uh, what's his name? The magician guy. I uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to be king now. So uh, let's let's do this funeral. And they're like, yo, you're supposed to wait seven days. Like, we're at war. Burn him. <laughs> and then everyone put out their torches. And then Claudia pulls out a spider to do black uh, dark magic because that you have to kill something. You have to take life from something to do dark magic. Mm-hmm. So she pulled out a spider and, you know, Ellie's afraid of spiders. But she then immediately killed the spider and lit torches with its magic. So I was like. That spider's dead, honey. Claudia killed it. <laughs> it's very dead. So does she now it's love Claudia? It's dead and on fire. Yeah, it is dead and on fire. It's not just dead, but its life force was drained to light torches. Oh my god. Nothing goodness. has ever show been is more way dead. deeper than I remember. <laughs> I want to watch it again. I don't remember the ending at all. I don't feel we like we ever watched no it. There was no ending. We haven't finished it. Okay. That's got like, what, four more seasons or something like that coming out? Like... They keep and saying I'm so it gets, excited. gets renewed. Well, I mean, like, I don't remember the last thing we watched. I don't remember the end of a season. Yeah, like, I don't remember where it left. I have a vague memory of, like, the general vicinity of where it left off. But yeah. I'm. it's been a little while, so rewatching it has been super fun. And uh, I feel like uh, Karen is enjoying it. What are your thoughts on The Dragon Prince so I far? am enjoying it. Um, I mean, it's not... It's not getting me quite the way Cora got me yet, but I I give it time. Um, I have some theories. Mm. Um, Do tell. I feel like I'm gonna show my ass here because I'm gonna say some stuff and then I'm gonna watch more and we be like, nope, I was totally wrong. Well, it's fine. It's a fabulous. Why ass I'm so to interested it. to hear your theories because I feel like the things you're theorizing about we don't have answers to yet. Ooh. Viren is the magician guy's name. That's it, Viren. Yeah, so my main theory is about uh, the king, because the last time we saw him, him and Viren were like throwing down, and he came back with this two-headed snake thing, and he was like, "Uh, I'm sorry, you were right. Um, You know, I I would be willing to lay down my life for you, and then the king just gave him a bunch of shit. And that was the last time we saw the king. Mm -hmm. And then... 
the elves came and then they shot off the arrow and they were like, the king's dead. And everybody's like, the king's dead. Um, but the, they never said what happened with the snake or anything. So. Right? Uh-huh, yeah, that's not, that hasn't been answered yet. So you know. Okay. Okay. So and all I, I remember, like, wasn't there a bird? Somewhere? Yeah, the king Har- had a bird. Har- Harrow had a bird. And yep. then like in the episode we saw today, and I don't even remember that scene, uh, Viren looked at that bird and was like, what? What do you have to say? Yeah, I think that's the king. That's my theory. That, yeah, there wasn't there like mm. a transfer of spirits or... That was the whole thing. Like the snake would transfer a spirit to something else. And so, yeah, I was thinking that the bird might be the king. But then again, the 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 band fell off, right? Because that was the thing. The king, if the only way that that band will fall off is once those elves finish their mission. I know! So the band fell off. But does that just apply to his body? body? Right. Or his right. spirit? That's like, what I'm That saying. could be the out. Yeah. Look, we're all so, on the same page here. Okay, that's weird. Okay, this so never happens. The, the important thing is, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking we too. don't know yet because yeah. we all could be idiots. <laughs> well, true. if I am an idiot, I'm not alone. You're, not You're in good company. How's that? Yeah. We're idiots together. She just met um, Aunt Amaya. Aunt Amaya. She just met Aunt Amaya today. I and think it's very cool. They one, have right? a character with a disability yeah. on there. She's, she's so too. cool. You need to, she's uh, not, and like she's not just badass. She's incredibly cool. I think it's in season two. I can't wait for you to see it because I, I think that this one, it definitely has a little bit more of a slow burn. It doesn't have the "I'm the Avatar, you got to deal with it" moment right in the beginning, you know. <laughs> um, but it gets so much more interesting and complicated, and where Amaya's character winds up, like I know where she's at right now in the series, where we where we ended off, and. I don't want to spoil anything because it was such a crazy cool surprise and the whole scene where it happened was really awesome to watch. But I I keep remembering all these little bits of like, oh man, these cool things happened and I still want to know what's going on with this. And who's this guy? Freaking Mm -hmm. mirror, man. Right. You remember the mirror? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The mirror, the the (laughs) mirror to another Dimension? I'm like scared to we say don't know. anything. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I want to know. And I remember, so, like, we're going to have to start from the beginning because I remember so many bits and pieces, but I don't mm-hmm. remember the order in which those bits and pieces, like, because, like, one of the coolest scenes was that fight in the volcano. That's what I'm talking about with Amaya. And I don't, don't want to spoil that, what happened. I don't remember when that is. <laughs> I think that's in season two. That was awesome. That was such a cool. Mm, I love this show. I'm so glad to be watching it again, and I'm glad the kids are into it, and I'm um, I'm glad Karen's enjoying it enough. Yeah, the kids seem to like it, and I think that it does help that the there's a kid their age in the show. Mm. Yeah, and we're gonna get more of him too, and that's cool. And they like bait because who doesn't like bait? Everyone loves bait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. Oh, it really is though. So that's- yeah, it's a that that's so that's that's been fun, and obviously, WandaVision's the only other thing I've been watching. I think we're caught up. Yeah, la, we, just, la, la. we just watched the la- like knowing that we were going to be talking to you. We watched episode six today, and yeah, yeah, <sighs> holy mother freaking shirt balls, right? <laughs> right, and also it's been really hard because like everyone that I talk to who is into anything even remotely Marvel or nerdy related has apparently decided to watch this show and it's the first time I've ever been around people who are like spoilers and I'm like I will literally stab you through the internet like no <laughs> stop it um 
So I've had to listen to people be like, have you watched it yet? It's dropping tonight. Have you watched it yet? And I'm like, listen, we don't watch this until Tuesdays. That is Evan's day off. And that is when we watch our television shows. Watch it now. Don't tell him. I'm like, that's not how this works. <laughs> that's I would mean. know. Mm -hmm. I know. I also told them that. You I was like, he has the power. <laughs> so when X-Men... Quicksilver showed up at the end of that episode. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I love that they were like, "Did she recast Pietro?" <laughs> Those are the things about this show that I love. Like they're they're tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek. They they don't they're not really taking themselves super seriously, mm -hmm. especially with like the things that they are doing. And my favorite part is every episode I go, "Ooh, this is like uh, this was Malcolm in the Middle." Mm -hmm. like that like that's my that's my happy spot if i know what show they are referencing with their intro i'm good to go yeah you've been getting a kick out of that which has been helpful for me because i don't know what the hell's going on most of the time so <laughs> that, maybe and, the next episode will be close enough to your lifetime that you'll recognize yeah. it yeah that's that's a problem <laughs> i Not caught a, a good easter egg for mm. comic book fans the the name of the street that they're not allowed to go past, mm. which is Ellis, which is Warren mm. Ellis, one of the best President of, Ellis. One of the yeah, best. We, yeah, we watch recaps ever. afterwards that that go through everything, and yes, they it could be Warren Ellis, but it could also be referring to President Ellis. Mm. Well, what was the cross street pre though? President Ellis. It was. Uh, President Ellis is named after Warren Ellis. It's named after Warren Ellis, yeah. but so it's yeah. both. Uh, so technically, Rockies, yeah, it was something with an R. Oh, okay. Though that's what I would miss. But you see, like, they're doing a really good job with this show. They really are. Goodness gracious, they are. And that commercial on the last one was like... Somebody explain so that to that me. That was disturbing. What, what? I don't I don't understand the most of the commercials. <laughs> well, they're all some in some way related to traumas that have happened to Wanda. You know, that's there what was I thought. The, the Stark toaster, the Stark missile that... Mm -hmm. uh, Okay. terrorized her and pietro the uh what was the it the, strucker, the watch. strucker watch strucker was the one one who gave them their powers through the okay. the, the stone or whatever um what was the third commercial um the, uh, the paper, lagos paper towels lagos paper towels lagos was where she uh the whole sokovia court incident yeah, happened where, mm -hmm. he dies yeah oh no that's this right one, that's yeah that's a different thing not where she's from yeah okay this was a uh this one was a little bit more less on the nose right like i don't know exactly what this one was going for but it was disturbing the, the video that we watched it was something about like i don't know you can have the magic or oh god i can't remember what the vid what the video we watched was saying oh, it's kind of I like watched, you can have the magic the but if you can't use they, it the right way you can't save it anything. really well Oh, I have to find it again. So we tend to land on the one that, that comes from Nerdist. Nerdist puts out really solid, like, ridiculously in-depth, like, when they're looking at license plate numbers and cross-reference them with the comic book issue numbers and stuff. Like, Isn't that the only thing he does from Nerdist? What's his name? What's the the, 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 the founder of Nerdist? Chris Hardwick? Yeah, isn't, isn't his only gig to dive into television shows and tell us what we're supposed to be seeing? Oh, it's not him. I don't think he's involved in Nerdist anymore. No. Really? I don't think he is. No. Damn. That's surprising. Uh, that's I don't remember who the guy him. is, but he's... His he, name's Dan Casey. And he knows his stuff. Okay. Uh, and those are super fun, but this last episode, uh, the Nerdist one wasn't up when we finished watching the episode. Oh. And uh, so we had to, like, 
settle for something else. And it was good. It just wasn't as, as in-depth as the Nerdist one. And the, the Nerdist one came up with a, a really interesting explanation of what they thought the commercial meant. And I can't remember what it is now because I watched it in bed and then fell asleep. So, <laughs> Well, if it was when you mentioned the magic, the thing that it made me think of was the the concept like like the, the kid gets the yogurt and then he can't, can't open do anything. It. Yeah. And it just comes on like the, he just slowly sits there and dies. And it kind of makes me think of her in terms of like it almost it's almost like this is what it, she experienced for, when she was against Thanos. And like this is her inability to save others i don't know i've i just still it's no too heady for me i'm just it was i was thinking maybe they were tying it into like they they still think it's mephisto's behind everything and that mm-hmm. was like a yeah, it was Mephist- something about the shark could be mephisto yeah and like that's the mephisto deal he gives you something but it's like you then you can't like the kid gets the yogurt but then you can't eat it and he withers away and dies how does this Mephisto weird, have man. anything to do there, with there, it? This, we don't know who the big bad is yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. We, Other they, than the, the running theory is that Mephisto is um, effectively making Wanda do this because she doesn't know why she started doing this in the first place. Right. She doesn't even like, know how she's doing it currently. Exactly. She just knows that she is. And it's 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 a pretty big you know, heel turn for her, right? Like, obviously, yeah, she has been through a ton of trauma, but she, uh, as they pointed out in the video we watched, she's never actually dealt with it. Yep. She's just been like one thing to the next. And so, yeah, she's probably got some serious issues, but at the end of a uh, end game, she was just kind of like hanging with Jeremy Renner by the water. And she never even mentioned Pietro until that episode of the sh- of this show when they mentioned Pietro dying on a uh, an Ultron a, yeah. uh, di- dying to Ultron like mm-hmm. never even mentioned him before and they're not pulling punches as far as like being very obvious about the fact that this is not like I, I thought that maybe oh well maybe they just couldn't get that actor back and they're doing something different because of that but like they showed his scenes from Ultron in the previouslys. And like they very specifically made the back of his head to look like it was going to be Pietro, and then it turns out to be this big bait and switch. Mm-hmm. And I'm still so fascinated by what that could actually mean. Mm-hmm. Like, did she pull a- him from that alternate reality? Like, did she pull him from the multiverse, and now he's there? Or well, that's just, this is an intro well, to the Doctor Strange movie that is going to be apparently solely dealing with the multiverse. And well, also, yeah, it's called you're the multiverse talking, of madness. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Mephisto. So the idea here is if he gives something and then takes something away, the, like maybe it's like, oh, I'll give you your brother back, but it won't be the brother you knew. That's uh, yeah. But also at the same time, they're like, I don't know. They, they share some memories, mm-hmm. which don't seem to be, I don't, I don't know enough about his character in the X-Men movies. I stopped watching them after a little while. They, they was, he made the he, right choice. He, he, I think he was in it for like four minutes. Yeah, like he showed up and saved everybody in the last one. And I've seen that, that scene a bunch of times and it's super cool. Yeah. I, I like him. I like Evan Peters. I like I think Evan Peters. I like right? him too. I still yeah. want kick ass back. And the fact that yep. they said kick ass. Right? That was great. That <laughs> Come was so on. Great. Like yeah. that's what makes me think it's got this is a this has nothing to do with not being able to get that actor to come and reprise that role that just that doesn't even occur to me as a realistic thing because they said kick ass in there <laughs> she said that and then i turned to him and i said that's how we know they're fucking with us <laughs> <laughs> i think i paused it first i was like 
did she just say kick ass and they, then I rewound it? And they did, both said it because he said it and walked off and then uh-huh. she repeated it. Yeah. Like, oh, they're doing something here. This is a thing. Got to pay and attention now. In the one of the videos we watched afterwards, they pointed out that actually um, both Pietros are in the movie kick ass. That's very true. Yeah, yep. which I didn't I didn't even realize. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Fantastic. So what? maybe they're tying in the kick-ass verse too. <laughs> they're bringing that into nice. You know, if I get some hit girl, I not be this sad. How That's... much would I love to see Hit Girl in yes. the MCU? Hell yes. So her, much. her, and Deadpool it's all a, day, every day. Ah! I, I would die. It's, it's, I'm, I am so excited about this, and I love this. I love that Dis- Disney Plus is doing the whole week, week to week thing. I just love that they're doing event TV like this, mm-hmm. where we have a and whole giving week. us a week to like do this exactly like, what we're this doing. This was so much fun, and I just wish Netflix would do this with Stranger Things because mm-hmm. it would be torturous. So here's but it would be so <laughs> much fun. Torturous, and you wish for this. I understand. I understand the words that are coming out of your face. Okay, the words <laughs> make sense. But as we finished episode six today, I went. Fuck you, Disney Plus, because I want the next one now. But that's the point. Exactly. Instant gratification. Like yeah, we get it. Right. Get over yourself. We don't need of that all the time. I, yeah. And and I would feel I feel that way at the end of every episode. I need to know what happens next, and I need it. I need to know right now. But I don't because then survive, I man. then I don't get the fun of all this. Yeah. And I think somebody po- pointed out earlier. I saw somebody say something similar to this on Twitter, and it really resonated with me that. The conversation on WandaVision and Mandalorian are always like, did you see it this week? Let's talk about what happened. What do you think is going to happen next? Mm -hmm. And the conversation around Stranger Things is, have you seen it? Okay, we'll talk after you've seen it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the conversation that happens with that, that happened with Cobra Kai. Like, I want to see, I love the way that this is parsing out. And I didn't love it immediately. It was, it was kind of obnoxious like man i love that instant gratification but now that i've had a little more time with that being the thing and also more time of disney plus giving us two seasons of mandalorian and now wandavision and it's just no this is this this is right this is how you do it because this not only keeps it in the conversation way longer but it makes the conversation longer. This is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Every week watching the episode and then jumping over to Nerdist and watching a recap and figuring out what we missed and then just theorizing, theorizing about it all week. That is fantastic. It's That's the best way to do TV. But that's, I think, something I've been saying that since like I started seeing shows released in bulk because... I would always say to people, I'm like, but you're, you're going to miss the conversation. Like I, people will be like exactly what you said. Oh, have you seen stranger things? Great. Okay. Let's talk about it after the fact. But then like you're covering 10 episodes of something and I don't remember all of the details of 10 episodes. I'm not going to remember those little moments or like, maybe I'll remember an Easter egg, but I won't remember something else that, that I thought was cool. Like, like the way that vision was coming to pieces or like silly things like, seeing three characters that are never together in the movies who are really awesome together on this TV show that I'd like to see more of. Like just there's, there's a lot of different aspects. Oh, the scene, like exactly this, like the scene when um, Darcy and the other two, I really only care about Darcy. Uh, Yeah. Rambo and the other guy. Yeah. They're all sitting there in the room and the guy is like, 
uh, you know, you're lucky you weren't here, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, don't let the last five years be an excuse at, uh, for your fear. And like the face, the face they make behind her back, like, oh, she just said that. Because you know that everyone else is like, listen, you're just an asshole and we all know it. And like, this was her very political way of saying that, you know, like, that's the kind of stuff that I love those little moments. And when you're trying to remember an entire season and recap it, it's not the same. Well, the, mm -hmm. do it. Doing and con conversing it about it this way makes each episode more memorable. Yep. Like we'll have in-depth conversations every week, or we could have one giant conversation at the end of the month and not touch upon as many things as we're doing week to week. Yep. Yeah, like Evan, you said this. You say this a lot, where it all bleeds together, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what happened when. Like this one, I feel a lot closer to. <laughs> and. Uh, it also I, helps I, that there's so like the first bunch of episodes were so distinctly different from each other, mm -hmm. like that that helps carry the, the the that that memory through. But what the things that I I don't like the fact that it's twenty five to thirty minutes, like I <laughs> I want I get I'm not, I understand I'm not going to get another episode I'm not going to get binged but give me just a little bit more. Give me to that 42 minute mark kind of thing um, because they, they can do so much with this. Like they, they, I think they're doing uh, their the episode lengths have been pretty different, right? They've been it's between, it's between 25 and, and so far as so 25 and 35 minutes, which is short. Uh, it, it seems to me like they're doing what they want to do to like in sectioning it off like however long they have they don't have to stick to the 22 minute format they're like fuck it this one's 40 minutes enjoy <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of like game of thrones used to do they'd be like well this one's gonna be longer because we have more to tell i heard the, the, is it in our news that they're that they're doing the final episode is going to be a 90 minute episode or something like that i saw that somewhere I don't know where that is. I think you're talking about DuckTales. No, no, no. I, I WandaVision. <laughs> I also I get those two confused all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While you're looking to figure that out, I did see one critic who was um, it, like jumped upon this week because he was saying like, I guess maybe his perspective was coming from just being a fan of the movies and being like, this WandaVision is too long. It's too drawn out. There's too much filler. And and all the reaction they saw to his piece was like, you mean like a TV show? <laughs> you dick. <laughs> like, come on now. I think we're a little spoiled. Like, it's a show. Let it be a show. Yeah. But there's a reason it's a show and not, not the WandaVision movie. Like, I don't think this would work as a movie. I think it would be too weird, especially given the... Uh, you know, the sitcom-y tie-in. It makes mm -hmm. sense for it to be episodic. Yep. If they did it as a movie, then, like, I think the changing time periods in each episode wouldn't make nearly as much sense as it makes. Right. I'm curious to see if her kids are going to be able to stick around. Well, uh -uh. I, my theory is that they are real and they are not part of her fabrication. I, yeah. I think that, too. I'm just, like... I'm not sure because they've they've just aged so quickly. Like, how is, yeah, how is that? But Vision is actually alive inside of this this space, so it does it could be a thing. He, he's also an android. He's not human. Like that. that yeah, but she's magic. So. Sloppy, yeah. so like when the hex goes away, then maybe those kids survive. 
It's, it, that, and that's very possible. He could survive also. Like, she, in the comics, has, like, reality-manipulating ability. Like, she can do that. Yes, I, I fully buy that. But to... I. <sighs> I don't like. I don't ever remember having her having children. Like I don't know where in that, the comics. Yeah, I don't remember that being. A, I wasn't a huge Scarlet Witch and it, Vision it, fan. Like, I, don't I wasn't that. either. But thankfully, the Nerdist has cleared that up for us. Okay. Those two characters absolutely exist, and yeah. I believe that they were aged up, and that that like the the cost the Halloween costumes that they were wearing and stuff like those were their powers in the comic books. I forgot their names. One was speed, and the other one was I don't know something else, something magic. Speed, uh, Wiccan and Wiccan. Wiccan. Oh, okay. Wiccan, yeah. Interesting. Um, I just looked it up, so there's a, a new rumor. Uh, episodes 7, 8, and 9 will be hour, an hour long each. There you go. You get your wish. So that's coming from You're You're Feige. like Wanda. You just ask for it and you shall receive. I'm going to put that in the news feed so we can tag that because this is the news episode. <laughs> I also have to say that... Um, we I loved seeing Vision and uh, Wanda in their classic comic uh, outfits, mm-hmm. but we had seen that in the trailer. What I did yeah. not expect was Pietro's classic Quicksilver hair and all was just amazing. <laughs> that was, and you see how they tried, like in the Avengers movie with Pietro, they tried to sort of make it reminiscent of it because when you go full full classic costume it looks ridiculous yeah yeah i i I do think that most of the outfit stylings in the mcu have been phenomenal adaptations of their original comic book looks yeah for sure i just also love it when they find an excuse to give them their original comic book looks like in captain america when he was doing Mm -hmm. the the stage show and he was in that (laughs) i was gonna say that was a good example man with a plan one of my favorite things in the entire mcu yes that if i will just watch that clip on youtube and it makes me (laughs) smile it's on it's on a playlist i have for when i'm feeling down i love that you have that i need that (laughs) i'll send you mine perhaps you might you might uh, like some of the things that are on there. Hey, I'm sure that I will. Speaking of liking things that you like, uh, I have started watching Bridgerton. Oh. Yay! I am about 15 minutes into the first episode, but I started it, Karen. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> so I will get through it eventually, maybe next year. <laughs> what did oh, we start? Wait, there was one more thing that we watched oh. that has been recommended to us before, and we finally saw it. We've now seen Bluey. Yes. The what now? It's a kids show. Oh. Okay. And it's on Disney Plus. I don't know where if it was if it was made for Disney Plus or what. It has a BBC logo at the end, so I'm assuming it wasn't made for Disney Plus, but whatever. It's adorable. Okay. Um it's these like family of dogs and they're Australian, I think. Are they, so the they episodes are very short. Dingo? Are they dingoes? Um, oh. No, but one of them's named Bingo. Oh. Close enough. <laughs> See what um, I did there? I did. No babies. Very cute. Uh, short episodes, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there's a good bit of, you know, for the parents humor in it. Oh, cool. Good. I like that. There was one where, like, the dad was trying to get some work done at home, and the kids kept bothering him. And then they were like, "Can we play that game where you roll the ball and we run away and jump out of the way?" 
And he was like, you mean Raiders? <laughs> yeah, let's play Raiders. And then they're just like rolling a yoga ball down the hallway and the kids run away. It was hysterical. I'm like, we got to do that. We have a yoga ball in the hallway. <laughs> that is awesome. That's adorable. <laughs> I aspire so, to yes. be that kind of parent someday. Um, we are very late to that party. And I don't think there's anyone out there that might be listening and has kids and doesn't already know about Bluey. But if you don't, go for it. I was, I, I was, there was some sort of Facebook post about this guy talking about his kids uh, doing homeschooling and he, he was teaching history and the kid asked, well, when, when does, when do they, you know, Nazis find out about Hitler and, you know, when do they figure out that, you know, that guy found the box that can melt all their faces and he's like, I don't know <laughs> if I'm doing history bad or I'm doing parenting perfectly by raising them with pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's a very fine line. Oh, so is that, is that, is that all you guys were checking out this week? Oh, I have some things that okay. I was watching. Go for it. Um, I did manage to break out of my um, British Bake Off haze somewhat. <laughs> I'm back in it, but it doesn't mean it's the only thing I'm watching. Okay. So you're not uh, British baking. What are you doing now? British what? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm trying to think if anything I watched was actually British. No. Who are you? Um, right. What did you do with I know. Karen? Pick her back. <laughs> Chris, are you okay? Tap on the microphone twice if you're being held against your will. Is there a stranger in the house? <laughs> so much tapping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, two things uh, really quick. Uh, one was from Hulu, and it was uh, like a made-for-Hulu made for movie okay. uh, called In and of Itself. Okay. Uh, it was the um, filmed... Per- filmed performance or it was a filming a filmed adaptation of a live stage show one man show it's really difficult to describe to describe um because it's sort of comedy it's sort of monologue it's definitely some like magic like you know sleight of hand and doing magic tricks type <laughs> oh, okay. magic okay not like the guy's a wizard just you know he's a magician gotcha like, li- so literally exciting. the guy's name is derek del gaudio and he just he tells all these stories, and then ha, you know, in the course of the story, he is able to incorporate some of these um, magic tricks, which are pretty cool. And then in the beginning of the show, they have um, the whole audience. They have a board in the lobby with all these tags hanging on it, and the tag says "I am," and then each "I am" tag says something different in it. You know, some of them are jobs, some of them are just like a description of a personality, whatever. So you're supposed to, when you go see the show, take whatever tag applies to you. And then when you go in and take your seat, they like rip it like a ticket and all the descriptions go in a stack on the table on the stage and you keep your I am half. Okay. And he ends up doing all these tricks with the the card i i can't i don't i can't spoil the end because the end is kind of amazing i have have no idea how he does what he does other than maybe you know wizardry or i don't know trick trick photography trick something i'm not gonna try and figure it out but it was very cool very interesting it wasn't like super funny i didn't like laugh a lot but it was it was like i wish i had 
seen the show in person because it was it just had a lot of interesting things to say about like identity and perspective and I don't know it, it was it was really quite deep and not exactly what I was in the mood for that night but <laughs> 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 for some reason I got it in my head that it was like funny but um uh it it was very cool and I would recommend checking it out um you will definitely walk away from it being like wow I have no idea what just happened, but it was cool. <laughs> okay. Um, the other thing I watched uh, was I started a new show from Netflix that uh, was, you know, just one of their promoted shows in the banner called Teenage Bounty Hunters. <laughs> oh, no. no. Karen. <laughs> Karen, oh, I why? don't know what that means. Okay. What does no mean? Why? You, uh, Tell us everything. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it appears to have come out last year. Um, and it's about these two 16-year-old twin girls in Georgia. And they just um, are, they get in a car accident in the first episode. And the guy that they get into the car accident with happens to be like a bail jumper. <laughs> Okay. And they like go to like, you know, kind of sort things out with him over the accident, having no idea about the other thing. Um, and he thinks that they're after him because someone is like a car has been following him and he assumes that it was them. And of course you do. <laughs> when he like says some threatening or does some threatening things because it's Georgia and because the girls have their dad's hunting truck, they pull their guns on him. Nice. And then the actual guy who was the bounty hunter who was supposed to be tracking him down um, shows up and they end up like catching the guy together. And then the girls like, there's just a wacky set of circumstances where these two teenage girls end up working as bounty hunters like real bounty hunters i get you like real bounty hunters like working with this other guy who is sort of older and um not in the great shape so when when they have a runner like the one girl plays lacrosse so she's able to chase them down awesome um, and there's a lot of other stuff in it too like the girls go they're rich white girls and they go to the uh, catholic school and they're um they're in a fellowship like they like it's a very religious school and one of the one girl is like the fellowship faith leader for her school so everything is like we have to be very religious we have to be very good and on the other end of it they're like catching criminals and it just has a lot of um funny witty things to say about like what what religion really means <laughs> like they, there's one guy they're supposed to catch and then they overhear him and his friend talking about what he supposedly did and it turns out he didn't do the crime and he's just covering for a friend and she's like well the Christian thing to do is not to catch this guy even though we're bounty hunters and that's our job because we know he didn't really do it and so like you know that's what God would want Mm. And then, of course, they find out that he was lying when he said he didn't do it. And they're like, well, you know, we need to get vengeance because we're good Christians. <laughs> oh, my God. And just the, the, way that it, <laughs> the way that it uses religion is something that I have not seen before. Um, and it weaves in a lot of, like, typical high school show stuff. Like, you know, P- 
people having sex for the first time and, you know, girls' feelings about that and just, uh, it, it's really, it's a really good show. There's 10 episodes. I've watched the first two so far and I don't see myself stopping at nice. any point. Wow. Okay. Yes. Very, very fun show. Cool. I'm not sure if I'll watch it, but I will listen to you talk about it and be interested. <laughs> yes, when I come, I will uh, I'll try to finish it by the next episode and come back and let you know yeah. what further develops. Nice. But that's what I've got. Hun, <clears throat> do you, you want to... Have you, you got anything? Uh, I mean... I'm done with Charmed. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so that's over. Uh, I, I forget. Was this the new Charmed or the old Charmed? Yes. Uh, I started <laughs> with the new one. I didn't like that. And then I switched to the old one. And I don't think I can do that. I'm sorry to my Aunt Kim. I have disappointed you. I know. It doesn't hold up. She, she did. Pull, she did. No, it does not. She did try. I mean, she she put forth the effort, but... Oh, God. I, like, got to the end of the first season, and I was like, how did I even watch this many episodes? I don't even know what was happening. Nothing has happened. Um, There was time travel? Oh, God. Who fucking cares? (laughs) Ugh. Anyway. So that was not great. Uh, Been watching more British Baking Show, and started Bridgerton. Oh, um, I'm... I'm working my way slowly, very slowly, through the end of the current season of Outlander. Uh, so I, I've decided I just enjoyed the show for what it is. I'm not going to think too hard about it. I'm just letting it happen. <laughs> it's nice. Um, but that's it. I mean, I, I typically watch, like, the reason I'm only, like, 15 minutes into Bridgerton is because I only watch, like, 15 to 20 minutes of television at a clip on the days that Evan's not home. So if Evan's not here, I typically just don't watch TV, but I did put my foot down and I'm super excited because I finally got Evan to start watching black sales and I love that show. And there's also a lot of sex. I totally forgot how much sex there was. Apparently I'm into shows and there's a lot of fucking, (laughs) a lot of boob butts. I like watching the boobs bounce. I don't know. I mean, Man, it was. It's actually. It's. It's good. It's a well done show. Yeah, and, it's a pirate um, show, right? Yes. Um, the dude from Umbrella Academy, the 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 the, the, gorilla, the big guy. Oh, he's, gotcha. He's he's in the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's it's a lot. Like they they not all like okay so they all have accents or some of them have accents and not everybody is really good at doing the accents mm-hmm. <laughs> so like i like all right one episode's enough for now like I, I we haven't binged multiple episodes of this show yet i'll watch one because they're you know longer and i go okay that's enough let's move on to something else <laughs> yeah and i'm like no 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 like i want to binge but also i'm glad that we're taking our time i just don't want it to be one of those things where we just completely fall off of it because i will keep going without him like that's like and i, I feel love that you this can, show and i and I, I could say well what did i miss and you could catch me up no. relatively quickly Mm-mm, no well, i'm sure but I, I have faith in you i think that you can i like the pacing <laughs> and i like making you watch the history yeah History and okay. the nudity, history and nudity, God's gifts to man. We also caught up on Zoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
It's such a good show. We oh, love wait, that show. Season two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot that that's out and I haven't seen any of it yet. Damn. Yeah, there's I don't even know if six I episodes? set yeah. a, a DVR recording for that. Shit. I forgot yeah. that's a thing. Don't worry. I forgot I watch a current show. It's there a, are there's other things. A thing. There's a thing for it. You ha- there, it's available to you. <laughs> I will get it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. What I got to write shit down. What? <laughs> Make a list. Um, <laughs> I spent so long oh, watching British Baking Show. I had like a, a bunch of shows stacked up and now I'm like, God damn, I have a backlog. Mm. I'm never sorry for that. I would rather put British Baking Show before everything else, honestly. <laughs> Um, we caught up, like I said, we caught up with Zoe. I've been watching a lot of Last Man Standing. She just makes me laugh. Um, I'm almost current with The Unexplained featuring <laughs> William Shatner. That man Ooh. is so good. Um, Goldbergs. Like, I, I'm catching up on bits and pieces of things here. But the the one that I was really excited to watch, and, and I'm pretty sure that we are both enjoying it equally, is The Watch. Yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard about this show? It's based on the characters. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's based on Terry Pratchett's uh, Discworld oh, novels. Oh, right. Yeah, we saw trailers for that every fourteen seconds when we watched uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special. There it goes. Or New Year's special. That's not surprising because it is a BBC American. Oh, so show. that's based on a um, Terry Pratchett property. I didn't know that. Yes. Yep. And that actually, makes a lot of sense given what I've seen about seen of the yeah. show in the commercials. Yeah. yeah. It's very Terry. It's it's actually it's really well done like the 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 special effects and the the costumes and all that's like the world that they have created um i'm enjoying the hell out of it i like the 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 main cast uh i think it's it's really quirky (laughs) it's very terry very very terry it's uh, the thing that i like i i think for me and i don't know i have to maybe give it another chance i think i have a hard time with terry pratchett's writing because it can be so randomness that it's uh, so much randomness that it can be a little disjointing for me at times. Um, and, and it'll the show take does me, do that, yeah. it'll take me out of the story, but the show doesn't do it the way the writing does. Like when I was reading good omens for the first time, it was kind of hard because there were so many things in the margins that I was like jumping around and I'd be like, okay, it's what my favorite part. And that's yeah. <laughs> like notes. for me, I don't have the attention span for that. Like I, I start to be like, okay, what, what the hell is actually happening? Like, why can't you just write like a normal fucking human being? (laughs) Um, but that is, I understand that that is the charm of his, his writing. And I think that that's part of the reason why I enjoy at least watching the TV shows so much because I'm getting to enjoy all of that weirdness and quirkiness without having to translate everything in the fucking margins. Um, I mean, they, like, it's funny, like, it's funny that you bring that up because they, they are doing that in the show. Like there's multiple storylines going on at the same time. Of course, there's, you know, this love interest here and this main the story, goblins, but there's these three <laughs> goblins that everyone's like, they, they, they're like lackeys for the bad guys or whomever side they're on at the time. And there is an ob like, I think two of them are married, but they're fighting and one says that you know you don't do that for me anymore. Like it's a little non sequitur love story that's going on in the background. But and- nobody speaks Goblin, so no one ever knows what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> and it's all in it's in, all in text. Like they they 
garbly garbly talk to each other and it's yeah. you don't you don't look at me that way anymore and i'm like this it, has nothing to do with what's going on on the me, screen it reminds me karen of the way that they did uh the names of the biker gangs that they the mm-hmm. formerly so-and-so then was formerly so-and-so who is now so-and-so <laughs> people covered in fish yes <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's one of the things that it reminds me of i feel like the goblins like they have like i could almost picture him saying stuff like that about them uh in in the margins so i think that's what i'm liking about it is i'm getting that visualization without all of the distraction but i will tell you we have some discworld books here and it's really i've had multiple people recommend his his books to me and it's really making me Don't want I have to them all? I think I have no them all. you have several you have a mix of Robert Jordan or Jordan Robert or whatever, and then Terry Pratchett, but it's not all complete. Yes. Anywho. But the the main actor, what's his name? Richard Dormer. He is he is doing a knockout performance. Oh my god, I love him. He is amazing in this show. And apparently he was in what did you say he was he was in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Beric Dondarian. Okay. Oh. Beric Dondarrion, yeah. Okay. So he is the main actor in this show, and I don't know that I would have pieced that together from just the commercials, but I totally see it now. I yeah, it took me a minute, but well, I was like, I, he even looks the cover so familiar. Art, even the cover art of this sh- show, he's in the background. Like they are definitely leaning on other characters, and but he is the driving force. Like he is the. It's okay. So it takes place in apocalyptic. Wait, is it? I can't remember. There's like this statement at the beginning. It's like the not so distant future kind of thing, but it says alongside this universe. Yeah. Um, where, okay, so to 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 bring down crime, they unionized it. Yeah. So there's an assassins union. They're, they're guilds. They're guilds, if you will. So in essence, unions. But like one guild can't. Kill, can't act out upon another guild there's a thieves guild and and the police pretty much have dropped down to you know stopping puppies from peeing on things like that's how the show starts but there's this un, there's like this giant thing going on that they need to start doing their jobs again and he is he is so, so should have been washed up decades ago but now he's bringing the crew together and there's, it's really, I, I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I, I am. Visually, yeah. it's actually stunning. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just so fun. The quirkiness just gets me, man. Oh. Uh, well, based on your, your feedback and the fact that it's Terry Pratchett, you've sold me on giving it a try at, at some point. I'm yeah. glad. <clears throat> I really I, want to hear. We watched the first episode and it was, a, it's been a while since the first episode grabbed me. I was like, wow, I'm interested in to see where this, like. WandaVision, I was just so confused. That's why I wanted to see like this. I was genuinely interested in where this story was going. And I thought it was shorter than it was, but it's not. It's it's a continuing series. We looked at each other and we were like, another one? Yep. All right. So So that's a... That's that's, that's that's it on that. I feel like there's something else, but, you know, we've been yammering for a while. We'll save it for next episode. Yeah, we should probably get uh, get ourselves on to our break because uh, we got a bunch of news to talk about. So we're going to do exactly that when we come back. There will be a fun 
lots of fun topics to talk about, lots of happy things <laughs> going on in the world that are going to make for great conversation. You're listening to this week's episode from Geekade.com, so stick around. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Hey folks, I'm Karen. You may know me as a writer for geekade.com or as a co-host of the This Week's Episode podcast. But did you also know I make and sell all the handmade cross-stitch items available at Shoot the Moon Stitches? I have pieces for many different flavors of fandom, including Star Wars, Doctor Who, Supernatural, The Good Place, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and more. They make great decorations for your home or office and unique gifts for the geek who has everything. I also take commissions to make the perfect piece that suits your fandom and style. You can buy online or find me at your favorite local convention or offbeat art show. Visit Shoot the Moon Stitches on Etsy.com and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at STM Stitches for the latest updates and to see examples of my work. That's Shoot the Moon Stitches for all your handmade, geeky, snarky cross stitch needs. Hello, nerds. This is Angie, your fellow podcaster, GeekAid staff member, and artist. Do you need presents for this holiday season? Do you need presents because 2020 sucked? I get it. I hear you. I'm here for you. Treat yourself and your loved ones to something special and check out my Etsy store. As an artist with over 10 years experience, I have a little bit of something for everyone. I have wood-burned ornaments, nerdy prints, and original comic art and portraits. Want a commission? I do those too. Go to Etsy.com slash shop slash art of Angela or check out my website for samples of my work, commission info, and contact information at AngelaFernot.com. Shop small, think big. Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. All right, we are back. We uh, Thanks for hanging out for the break and listening to our commercials. I don't even know what we're advertising these days. Who are our fine sponsors? You tell us. Send us an email. Let us know. In the meantime, let's talk about some news because it's a news episode. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. And it's all super fun, happy news. I'm just kidding. This is pretty depressing a uh, couple of weeks. But <laughs> hey, let's start off with some pretty good news. Comicbook.com reports that The Mandalorian Season 3 to begin filming in April. I'm not sure why this is uh, an article. 
I feel like we know everything we need to know, but uh, has anybody read this? What can you tell me? What's important uh, here? Is there besides... more words than that? Uh, there was. There was just stuff that they were talking about where it was like things that are going to be incorporated into the season that they're ta- that they're thinking of, and um, the guy who's playing Moff Gideon. Oh fuck, I forgot his name. Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was saying something about how, like, uh, he thinks they're going to be exploring a lot more of his story, so we'll be seeing more of him. And I always like seeing him on screen, so that made me happy. Yeah, man, that's awesome. But that's Sweet. it. There was nothing hey. else of substance. Thank you very much for letting us know that Mandalorian Season 3 is indeed happening. <laughs> yes, and should be released by the end of this year. <sighs> Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Uh, let's see. Uh, moon, meanwhile, over on CBR.com. What does CBR stand for? Comic, Comic book, book resources. Course. Resources. Isn't that just paper and staples? Whatever. Yes. Your uh, paper and staples. <laughs> Netflix's Sandman casts Dream, Gwendolyn Christie, to play Lucifer. Yeah, they actually released all the casting, or like a lot of casting for Sandman, but the article that we linked featured... Gwendolyn Christie, because she's probably the biggest name. Um, but that's cool. Tom uh, Sturridge is Dream. Yep. Gwendolyn Christie is Lucifer, ruler of hell. Uh, hey, why are you going that way? Hey, website. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Charles Dance is Oderick Burgess. Uh, wasn't that uh, yes. Tywin Lannister? Yes, it yes, was. It was. Hey. Boyd Holbrook. Why do I know this guy? He's the Corinthian. That guy looks familiar. I don't know why. Maybe he's just got one of those faces. <laughs> um, I can't read this name because the website has cut off the beginning and the end of it. It's playing Lucille. Lucienne. What is it? Lucienne. Lucienne? the character's name. Not Lucille. Oh, is there, yes. That's the name of the character. Sorry. Uh, the, the actress, though, it's... I can't read it from Vivienne... Here. Uh, there's a bunch of letters missing on either side, so I'm oh, sorry. Um, Thanks, website. Ashampong? Yeah. yeah Vivian Ashampong, maybe? All right. Uh, the uh, one I'm looking at is so tiny that I can't enlarge it. <laughs> I just like letting you guys butcher this, and I do not want to try and fix it. Sanjeev ba- Baskar is Kane. I also don't know who that is. Asim Chaudhry is Abel. And that's a picture of Sandman. And this is a link to the article that I'm currently reading. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's amazing. I'm in. I, I'm you in. didn't need to cast Gwendolyn Christie uh, to get me to watch the show, but you did. So thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> now, did you um, read Sandman? Did any of you read This Sandman? is one of my like secret shames is that I own it, but I never finished it. I, okay. I love Neil Gaiman. He's my favorite author, but it just wasn't for me. Yeah. But I'll still watch the show. I mean, if I'm being honest, I've only ever read about Sandman, and a lot of people have said that I would like it, and I've I've even got a a, a piece uh, from an artist who drew one of the characters, and I still, to this day, have only ever read about it. I've never actually read it because the covers were often really cool but the a lot of the art styles would change like even within an issue there'd be a lot of different art styles and i like yeah. couldn't get into it and i feel like the story was very meandering and hard to get into mm-hmm. yeah some people have said that as well but it's inspired a lot of spin-offs and 
um i mean it's it's like it's known as one of the most important series in the last comics 30 years yeah well yeah like it was um it's one of it was one of the first graphic novels to be on the new york times bestseller list kind of thing Mm -hmm. so like it it definitely reached a lot of popularity um but it was just yeah it was and despite my love of like indie titles it was a vertigo title but like uh it just didn't do anything for me but um i have a friend who has who was working on one of the spinoff series for a while and i do feel like i i owe it to everyone who has ever said that this is a series i would love to finally read it so now that now that there's like also a show being made i want to know what's going on I'm going to read it so I can just hate watch it like I do everything else when I read the comic first. <laughs> I'm hoping that the show will be a little more accessible and so that I can finally understand it. And then maybe if I understand it from the show, then I can go back to the books. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But yeah, cool. Looking forward to it. Do we know when it Leaked. happens when it's coming out? Uh, no. Eventually. Eventually. Cool. All right. At some point. 2000 sometime. Yeah, I love that date. It's my favorite date. Next up, from bloodydisgusting.com, Robert Rodriguez reveals that a From Dust Till Dawn animated series is in the works. What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea why this is happening. And in that article, it says it continues from the television show. Yes, it There does. was a television show? Yes, there was. It was not good. Oh, my God. Oh. So I had been watching it, and I had a friend who was obsessed with this. And especially because there is a female character in the series who she, like, loves and just thinks she's, like, the sexiest thing ever and, like, wants to be this woman. And I was like, okay. And so she sent me a link about this, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I was like, I couldn't even get through season two of this show, and it was only three seasons. But, um... I mean, it's still kind of fun. I think people, if they're into it, they're they're gonna get something. I I honestly don't know what you can do with an animated version of this. I really, really don't. So, and I don't know if it's gonna be like goofy or if it's gonna be serious or dark. I don't know. So all of the above. I uh, my friend Adam used to love this movie, and I watched it with him a bunch of times. I thought it was very cool. I haven't seen it in. Probably at least, probably around twenty five years is the last time that I've seen it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the I don't series think I have did, much in the way of interest here. This the the show did not have like super comedic vibes. Like it it was just dark, gritty vampire vampire monsters. Whatever. Yeah. and there were a couple of movie sequels too, right? Like straight to video. Probably, I think so. Oh, I honestly didn't care enough to look. Oops. I know there was at least one because I remember seeing it. Or Dello was it? Video no, store no. stores. Yeah. Oh, all right, let's 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 solve this. Oh no, We're video stores. Down. Didn't you guys used to? No. <laughs> Someone on my <laughs> Facebook posted that. that they found a couple of Hollywood video movies from that they forgot to return from like '91. And I immediately jumped on there and went, God, that's why we went out of business. Because of people like you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you so let's see. We love. have um, From Dusk Till Dawn 2, Texas Blood Money. Ooh. That was released. Uh, let's see. This had... Uh, it doesn't look like Three anybody views. recognizable on the cover. 
uh, starring Robert Patrick, Bo Hopkins, Dwayne Whitaker, Muse Watson, Brett Harrelson, Danny Trejo, oh, okay, uh, and Raymond Cruz. If I'm Sounds not mistaken, anything anything that you say from this point forward will the common thread will be Trejo. From uh, this was in 1999, and then we had from Dusk Till Dawn three, The Hangman's Daughter. This uh, starring. Uh, and as Mystery Science Theater would say, I have my doubts that this movie is starring anyone. Uh, Marco Leonardi, Michael Parks, Rebecca Gayhart, Lenny Lofton, Araceli, Jordana Spiro, Orlando Jones, Danny Trejo, Tamora Morrison. Wow, Tamora Morrison. Way to go, buddy. Uh, and Sonia Braga. I think you're just saying words. <laughs> <laughs> All words are made up. Uh, and then there was the From Dust Till Dawn, the series. Uh, so let's see. The original movie was, what year was this? It was 96. Then the sequel was 99. The third one was 2000. And then the TV series was 2014. Real. So wow, 14 mm-hmm. years after the third movie, they did a TV series. Because people were it, clamoring for it. They're like, damn! Give me some dust till dawn on my TV. You know, you know what franchise needs to needs to have more love in my life is from dusk till dawn. <laughs> that original movie was great, and the sequels were Fantastic. on film. The sequels were on film. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Variety.com reported. In fact, everybody reported it, but the one I'm looking at here: Dustin Diamond, saved by the bell, actor dies at 44. Aww. Shame. Yeah, that was that was a little rough to read about. I don't know if you guys read the full article, but he led a troubled life. He yes, did. He did. He had a hard, hard life, and when this news broke, it didn't surprise me in the least, because uh, you know because he's had so many run-ins with bad situations over the years, and it's it's super sad and super gross how. Everything about Saved by the Bell, in retrospect, is super sad and super gross. But uh, this was this was a tragic end to a pretty tragic life. Yeah, and it said that he was only hospitalized like three weeks ago, like diagnosed and hospitalized three weeks ago. So I guess like it happened very quickly, which people were like, you know, we're glad he didn't suffer. So that's mm-hmm. something. But it sounds like his whole life was suffering. So I don't know. I hope he's at peace. Same. Ugh, rough. Anything to cheer us up, dear? Uh, this is kind of cool. Um, from Deadline, skip ad. Thank you, Deadline. Black Panther Helmer Ryan Coogler stakes his proximity media banner to five-year exclusive Disney television deal Wakanda series in the works for Disney Plus. Look at that! The headline was the article. Nothing more to read. <laughs> that headline was basically an article. It was a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of headline words. So many words. I'm sure the uh, the te- the body of the article will tell us how much money he's getting and who his agent is and all his past projects. None of which do we care about. Uh, it uh, okay. I actually went through it, and I'm going to be honest. I <laughs> I didn't read that closely. I guess because I didn't see that much. They were basically just talking about like 
how much Black Panther made. And yeah, I'm looking at it now. Like, this it, is just telling me about, like, I know about Black Panther. That's why I'm reading the article. Yeah, like, it, they basically are just talking a little, they are talking about, like, Kugler's background, but essentially they're just like, oh, we're looking forward to this. It's going to be great. And like, <laughs> but we have a minimum word count, so let's get to work. <laughs> yeah, like that. Is, that's kind of how it feels. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about this. I guess I don't really have any. Yeah, what kind of show would be cool? Look, if I'm gonna get a, a show about um, Manape, like, uh, or whatever, because the, they never actually called him Manape in the movie. But um, what's uh, the guy from the other tribe that was? Uh, oh, was it Mbaku? Mbaku, yeah. We can just get an Umbaku show of just him being awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I wouldn't I'm here for it. I'll take two. Yes. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those like, you know, again, that didn't need to be a whole article, but I get it. Eh, the internet is a thing. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Speaking of the internet being a thing, deadline.com. CAA drops Marilyn Manson after Evan Rachel Wood's abuse allegations follows acts from American Gods and Creepshow. Yay! Consequences! Again, as long as the allegations are proven to be true, I am fine with all of it. As long, Again, just proven to be true. Almost are, are, they, are, they, are they in a relationship? Are they... I he was grooming anything. her. He was what? Grooming. He was like, um, how do I explain it? He was, you know, behaving inappropriately, you know, given their age difference, but sort of like. Okay, so I must be thinking of a different. Okay, so who am I thinking? Rachel Woods, Evan. Evan Rachel Wood. Hmm, I thought it was someone completely different. I thought, who is the woman? Uh, continue. I'm gonna look it up. Who I thought this was a it was about it was a uh, Freddie Prince Jr. movie where the girl takes off her glasses and all of a sudden she's hot. Mm -hmm. um, she's all that. Yes. Who is that? Not this person. That's who I thought this I was. About. Oh no. Um, no. I know who you're thinking of, and I can't name, I can't place her name, but I'm sorry. <laughs> she's 33. How old is Senor Manson? Not 33. Rachel Lee Cook, by the way. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook. There you go. That's the three name thing. He's 52. Got it. Yeah. Oh, good. And God. she was like a teenager when they were hanging out. Like this oh, happened no. a while ago. And like what, uh, what was it? Kanye West or whatever was doing with Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That kind of thing. Just, you know, I'm an old, I'm an older guy and I'm not going to do anything quote unquote illegal, but I'm going to be. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna put myself in this situation. I'm gonna be position here. so that as soon as you are legal, I will do something about it. And I will have convinced you that it is like we will already have a you know a relationship that you know where you trust me. God, sounds like a Twilight novel. Um, it's it's all very very bad. Yeah, it. That's why I'm saying like I I'm not. It, this would not surprise me if it were true. I just I the, again the whole thing with like allegations being made. I am happy when people speak out because I am inclined to believe a person when they do. I just want to make sure that like again this can be. We've talked about this so many times. Just yeah. Consequences. Due process yay. has to be a thing. Due process involved. Yes. And by the same token, I 
just don't buy that there are women out there, that many women out there making these things up. Oh, fuck no. For whatever reason. No, I just think it's important that I make the statement of like, yes, I, I believe I, and I, I believe that this is likely, I would just like to see that it's proven, um, in some way due process, but yeah, I fuck that guy. Honestly, it doesn't surprise me at all. I, he scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I love his He's music. Scary. That's what really? sucks. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I do not. Loose interpretation. Oh, of the I'm word glad music. he's off of a show that is associated with my favorite author. So, yeah. If if he's, ugh. oh, gross. Anyway. So yeah. are we gonna fall down the the Josh Whedon hole? That is this. Yeah, week? it's yeah, leading into that. This, and this is funny because uh, we this was posted, I think, before uh, a yes. lot of the stories were happening, but early in, earlier on. Let's see, February 3rd, uh, somebody, Karen, posted that there's a trailer for Joss Whedon's The Nevers. Uh, mm-hmm. We can watch a teaser for HBO's Victorian sci-fi drama. That sounds neat. It looks pretty boring. Meanwhile, <laughs> let's let's swing back to that in a bit. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Joss Whedon has found himself in some hot water yet again. Uh, I, asked, I had to actually ask Karen about this. And because uh, I was like, didn't we already kind of know Joss Whedon was a scumbag? Like, wasn't that a thing? And apparently, like, it just doesn't stick. But yeah, yes. apparently we didn't know it enough. Yeah. So uh, Charisma Carpenter, uh, I-, I actually don't know the whole story. Some Somebody who's better at explaining this whole thing, please explain it for me. Charisma Carpenter uh, made a statement saying that um, she was she suffered like basically... Um, Emotional abuse during Angel, I think. Buffy and Angel. Um, she said the entire Buffy time she was Angel. on set with him. Yeah. And, but, uh, but it you was, know. it was specifically about Angel because of her getting pregnant, basically. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. She got pregnant and basically got fired because of it. And, uh, he was just, uh, Basically, the way she told it and the way other people seem to have confirmed it is that he's just very casually cruel to people. He, like, you know, is mean to them and thinks it's funny. Um, And it's been confirmed or at least supported by um, a lot of the the female stars of Joss Whedon shows have come out to support her. Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg reported that she was not allowed to be alone in a room with him. Mm-hmm. When she was playing Dawn on Buffy, which, I mean, good for the, you know, crew for doing what they could to keep her safe. But at the same time, it, and I know this was a different time, but like if that is a situation, if there's a person that needs to be kept away from a young girl for her safety, like that situation needs to be addressed, not just like by let's just keep them apart. Right. Oh, yeah. And Sarah Michelle Geller came out and basically was like, I don't want to be involved in this, but also I support whatever Charisma Carpenter is saying. Like, basically, mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, it was something like, I am proud of my time on Buffy, but do not wish to be associated with Joss Whedon ever again. Like, mm-hmm. it was a very definitive, like, yeah, I know what you fucking did. And, uh, and, and there's definitely there's a standing and this whole thing actually came out because he wrote cyborg out of the next justice league movie or whatever it was 
Mm-hmm. It was the Flash movie, I think. Or Flash movie. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flash movie. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, like, it, it literally wasn't even about these women at first, and then they just started coming out because of the fact that, like, she saw that, you know, he casually just wrote someone off who didn't agree with him, and it was like stop being on this fucking power trip like and if somebody had held him accountable at some point in the last 20 years mm-hmm. you know that wouldn't have happened to ray fisher right um that's the name ray fisher thank you i was trying to remember no problem i got you girl huge bummer mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of some of joss whedon's work that's um, yeah like really big fan of some of his work. I, I it's uh, easier for me to think it's what we're not a fan uh, of. Like that's the like that's that's the hitch in all of this. What's that? Like it's 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 more difficult to say what we're not a fan of of his creations wise. I can't even think of. I'm anything. not a huge Buffy fan, and I thought the, his salvaging of Justice League was an absolute disaster. <laughs> that's not <laughs> fair. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even I blame guess him for it's that. It's not completely fair. Uh, and <laughs> as much as I love the movie, he kind of botched Age of Ultron. But, uh, uh, you know, whatever. He wrote Astonishing X-Men, which I friggin' adore. Uh, and he directed the first Avengers, which is an amazing movie. Um, Firefly. And, uh, you know, Dollhouse was neat. I don't know. There's there's a lot to, there's a lot to love there. But, and it's, it always sucks when something that good comes from... Gets tarnished by... Uh, yeah, it gets tarnished, because it's like... There's a lot of other people involved in making those things, so, like, just because this guy sucks and he was the one in charge doesn't mean it's ruined forever, in my opinion. Right. Now, the the question is, are there any actual, like, sexual assault allegations, or is he just a colossal asshole? Colossal asshole seems to be the primary lead here, but I wouldn't... I don't know for sure, Karen. I feel like you might know more. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody actually accuse him of any sexual misconduct, um, but colossal asshole to the point where if it was any other workplace, like, HR would have stepped in. Yeah, like, there have been mentions, like, the emotional abuse is is so strong and so absolute that, you know, like, Charisma Carpenter's post on Twitter was, like, two fully written pages that uh, talk about her needing, like, years of therapy and you know needing other people to kind of remind her of like her own humanity so i mean it's it's yeah, and th- feeling threatened to the point where she was the breadwinner in her family and she had a new baby and she just had to like put up with whatever so she could yeah. keep her job so it's definitely um the kind of situation where i think a lot of people have been in that position where you have this horrible boss and you don't really know how to stand up to them and you it just breaks you down over time. I mean, you, you see stories about it all over the place. And this just happens to be one of those instances where, you know, it sucks because he makes great stuff. Like I really do get excited when I see his name attached to things. Um, and it, it's just another case of like, you have to set the, separate the creator from the content because in this case, like he, t- he works on things like the nevers. It looks like he stepped down from the nevers. Like it, it looks like he started this process and then kind of like, yeah, all right, you got this. I'm walking away. Um, so great. Good. Get the fuck out. <laughs> like, hopefully this will still be awesome. But I guess that's the, the, the point that I was getting to is like, I feel like just being a colossal asshole, you have always, you will always have done that damage 
but it seems like the kind of thing that a person can sort of come back from as a person and make amends for a little bit easier than physical sexual assault. Um, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's, a. we're talking about degrees of absolute utter horror right here, but it's like, I'd put it slightly below the absolute utter horror of actually sexually abusing somebody. Not much below, but it's, it's a little bit less profoundly awful. So I think it really depends on what we're not, seeing though because i would say yeah as a as like if this is as serious as it sounds it's long-term verbal and mental abuse which is equally if like in some cases it's almost worse than sexual abuse to some people because there are no visible signs there are no scars you know like yeah that, that makes sense so and i and then that's the thing is i never like to be the person who's like like you're saying oh maybe it's not as bad as and i'm saying well maybe it's worse than or the 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 reality is all of it's bad None of it. Yeah, like, you're absolutely right. And it, it, but I understand what you're saying. Like you're looking for that positive, like that light at the end of the tunnel. And the reality is like, this is just a shit situation with a shitty person. And it sucks because they made something that we love somewhere in our lives. We have experienced something we love because of this dickhead. <laughs> I think what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that as a, as a human being, it seems more possible for Joss Whedon to maybe learn something from it. Like, I don't oh, feel God. like most oh. of the, it's, I feel like any, I feel like for the most part, any sexual abusers out there are probably not, they're probably not coming back from that in, internally. Like, I don't think they're going to ever want to not, they not want to, I, I'm, I'm in over my depth here. <laughs> Bottom line is, I, I heard the I'm paddling. not, the words aren't coming out right. It just seems like asshole behavior is the kind of thing that, somebody can eventually possibly overcome as a person. And You're looking for a path to redemption for Joss Whedon, even though there may not be one. You're trying. But no, he's saying I'm not that even, there yeah, is I'm not saying that, a better possibility I'm not even saying I'm rooting path. for him, too. I'm just saying that I feel like it's potentially possible for a human being who grew up being an asshole to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be an asshole. Maybe yeah. I've done a lot of damage and I should stop being an asshole and then try to be better. <laughs> Whereas, like... I will never, ever, ever in a billion years trust a what's his face, a Louis C.K. with anything ever again. <laughs> like that ship is sailed. I mm-hmm. I could potentially believe that Joss Whedon potentially someday or somebody who's just a colossal asshole learned the error of their ways and tried to tried to be better for the rest of their days. I think that's what I'm trying to get to. One would hope. One would hope. I just need to throw in a tiny comment on this story about um, it was bothering me when it first happened that there were no men in the cast or no like Whedonverse dudes speaking up like in support of charisma. And then Tony Head got interviewed and asked about it. And he was like, I didn't know it was happening and I feel horrible. Like, okay, fair. Nobody else. David Boreanaz, nothing. Uh, no, he has one. I will tell you because I'm that petty. I looked, I looked for one mm-hmm. from him because I was like, "You motherfucker!" Uh, it says on Twitter on February 14th, "I am here for you to listen and support you. Proud of your strength, heart, prayer hands. Fuck you, David Boreanaz. You and your what? beautiful six pack abs. What, what else is he supposed to do?" <laughs> uh, 
No, it's actually, I'm just jealous because I love He's supposed Borgen to do more than 140 characters is what he's supposed to do. <laughs> no, the, 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 I, 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 me being, saying I'm petty is me literally just being like, it's just, it, you, you probably didn't know either. Or even if you did, like, you've had your own shit. Like, he's had his own scandals. So maybe he was too busy in his own bullshit at the time to even notice. Or maybe he did notice and he was too scared to say it. Like, we have no idea. We literally have no way of knowing. What we do know is the reason that Nicholas Brendan didn't speak out about it. <laughs> Nobody else saw this. I did not. He was asked and he was like, I'm a little busy in my personal life to comment on this right now. Um, I'm having surgery because I have a paralyzed penis. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. And the only reason I know this is I saw it on Twitter, and who they, they had like screen capped that part of the article when he said it, and the, the what what the Twitter poster had said was a simple no comment would suffice. <laughs> he like he he went down a pretty bad dark path as well. Wait, hold on. Yeah. As, I look, as I'm looking him up, it's his Buffy picture right next to his mugshot. So yeah, I'm right. go, he he had some issues too. <laughs> And that's that's kind of a shame, you know, like who knows what happened to him on that show. Maybe he was, you know, maybe he he was a victim as well. And that's what ended up sending him on a dark path. I need to not read these Twitter comments. Okay. So okay. let's yeah. So let's so say golden globe. Wait, <laughs> yeah. So the uh, yeah, I was gonna globes. say let's move on. And I just want to say I'm proud of somebody for speaking up if they held their tongue for a really long time. And I think it's important for people to remember that just because your boss is an asshole, it does not mean you don't have power, right? I think we can all agree on that. One hundred percent sure. Okay. Unless unless I'm the boss, <laughs> which I'm not. I'm never the boss. Anywho, but you are an asshole. I am an asshole. Yes. But you're mine, uh, oh. and I love you. Golden Globs. Yes, the Golden Globs. Uh, Karen uh, te- messaged us this one from TVLine.com. The Golden Globes crown leads TV nominations, Flight Attendant, and Ted Lasso among first-timers. I mean, this is like, if there's anything to award this year, it's TV, right? <laughs> I mean, oh. it's not like there's going to be an Oscar. anything else? <laughs> um... I would say that's fair. I just never cared about the Golden Globes. I've never. How the Golden is... Globes is the best one, though. I mean, not this year because it's not going to be in person, but they are allowed to drink the, like in the audience. <laughs> that's why the Golden Globes is the best one because it's fun. But what, what do you get like great reactions from the audience because of this? Are there stories that I don't know? Yes. Or? I mean, I don't okay. know any specific stories to tell you, but like people have gotten up to accept words drunk. Yes, done. It's just Sold. a looser atmosphere. It's not as serious as the the Oscars or the Emmys. Okay, I'm not buying any of this now. Zoe's is not up for comedy or musical series, so this is all bullshit. And but now she it's dead is. To me. That's still that's great. She should she it them all of it. <laughs> the thing about the comedy categories is that um, nothing else matters because Shit's Creek's going to win everything. <sighs> I'm sorry. Um, try again next year. Emily in Paris. Come on. The flight attendant. I like that ratchet, uh, ratchet is a fucking drama. What? The weirdest category was like the supporting actress one. 
<laughs> it's like t- series, TV, movie, or miniseries. What? <laughs> so everything. Yeah. Best supporting actress in everything. <laughs> That's where you have Annie wow. Murphy from Schitt's Creek against Gillian Anderson on The Crown and Helena Bonham Carter on The Crown. What? Yeah. That's just... That's just what bananas. I don't even know. Figure out your categories, Golden Globes. Uh, you know me. I love award shows. I'll be there. I'll be there for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you will. Especially since, like, a fair number of things I actually watch are nominated. I don't know if, like, the Golden Globes tastes is getting better or if my taste is getting better. <laughs> like, if they're picking well, more things I like or if I'm starting to watch more things that are, like, more likely to be nominated. good like that? that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a very good question, actually, and now I'm curious... Yeah, because I at least recognize the names of a lot of this stuff, even if I haven't watched it. I can't believe Better Call Saul is actually a, like on this list, though, because I like forgot that was even a show. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it, I, yeah, I thought it was done like ages ago. I guess not. I don't know. Well, by the time of our next show, it will have happened and we can all celebrate together or whatever. And you can tell me everything. I sure friggin' will. Meanwhile, uh, Entertainment Weekly brings us the exclusive Watch Solil Moon Fry Navigate Life as a Divorced Mom in first trailer for Punky Brewster Revival. Yay! <laughs> I'm not only excited. I, I watched Punky Brewster when I was younger. I, I enjoyed the show, but not only... I'm, I'm pleased... But not just it coming back, but that Freddie Prince Jr. is getting mm-hmm. his his turn at the wheel on television. So I feel if anybody deserves the shine, it's him. I feel I have nothing else to say about this because I've never seen Punky Brewster. I'm so sorry. Well, baby. I barely remember it from when I was a kid. I've, I remember. I don't think I've ever actually seen the um, the the live action show. I think I just saw the cartoon. cartoon. I, okay. I I barely remember it. I just remember the name Punky Brewster, and I remember that I enjoyed that cartoon at some point when I was a little kid. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. This is a this is a thing. The trailer looked cute. It looked like sort of a typical like single mom takes on the world kind of sitcom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'll definitely give it a watch just to see because it looks like something that I would find entertaining, but um, yeah, well, you know, me and my whole fifteen to twenty minutes of television. <laughs> you <laughs> said punk, him get uh, Freddie Prince Jr. getting his uh, stab at television, but that man was Kane and Jarrus in Star Wars Rebels, so. Not as his real face, because then you could see his real face and go, oof, time was not time was not nice to Freddie. Yeah, but he and Sarah oh, are still together. I think he looks fine. I love them. He, look, we're all aging, honey, and you know what? We're all old. We're not, it, it can't always be graceful. Uh, for no, you. I think he looks just fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know. She, she not for nothing, she has not really, like, Years and years and years and years ago, there was this thing where she had to stop acting because um, she had she became too zoftic. She became uh, very, 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 very well endowed. Who? Where it was Soleil. 
the, the oh, okay. punky. Like her boobs became too big and she actually had to have multiple surgeries to to reduce them. And that I'm gonna say was 20, 20, 25 years ago, give or take. And she looks exactly the same now as she did then. She has not aged a day. God bless that woman. So hey, good for uh, her. That's great. I think uh, that's why she stopped being punky because she she grew up. She, let's just say she grew up too fast. <laughs> well, speaking of growing up in <laughs> strange ways, comicbook.com. <sighs> Powerpuff Girls live action series gets a pilot order from the CW. Why? This strikes me as an awful, horrible, awful idea. Horrible idea. Yeah. And it's CW, so it's dead to it's me gonna now. It's going to be gritty. It's going to be dark and gritty. You know, that children's cartoon. I loved Powerpuff Girls so much that I can't even say that. I'm lying. It's not dead to me. I'm so intrigued. I want to know the more. The original Tartakovsky's Powerpuff Girls? Amazing. That show, oh, yeah. that show definitely holds up. That show's awesome. Yeah. But it's such a cartoon. Yeah. So what, what exactly... I, I'm I'm trying to find the exact wording of it. Like, is tell it me about... how you're gonna handle Mojo Jojo? <laughs> oh, Mojo like, Jojo, grown up and like tired of saving the world. And the part of the joke is that these things that are the Powerpuff Girls are very distinctly not the same creatures that the human beings are. They have no fingers or toes. They're just these. They're creepy bug-eyed girls. <laughs> like that's the thing. What are you going to do to make them? I, I, I will be wa- I will be watching this with a similar horror as I will be watching the uh, the the Snyder cut. Oh, well, I can't there was a- wait for you to watch the Snyder cut. By the way, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. <laughs> I've I have considered waiting for the riff tracks though, yes. because it, it didn't even occur to me until uh, Bill Corbett uh, tweeted about the Snyder cut. I was like, Oh no, this is going to be so perfect for riff tracks. <laughs> that might be the way to do this because that way I don't have to actually spend four hours watching this Twice. very serious superhero movie for grownups, for grownups, for grownups, not your grandpas. Yeah, the awful. only way this movie should exist is as a riff track. So I am on board for that. Uh, <sighs> the only thing I will say about the, um, Powerpuff Girls thing is in that article Tartakovsky is is quoted as saying Why you know, talking about <laughs> things going from uh, animation to live action and he thinks it can be done with anything but he thinks there needs to be a reason to do it so um, presumably this needs one? to have been done with his blessing and I don't think he would have given it if there wasn't you know some kind of logic that he bought behind it. So maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure where that is because they did reboot Powerpuff Girls, the cartoon, not that long ago. And uh, from everything I've heard, it is a soulless shell of what the original was. (laughs) So I, I, I don't know. Maybe they did it. Maybe he doesn't need to sign off on it. Yeah. Maybe Which is kind of heartbreaking, but that kind of thing happens all the time. Well, he's disillusioned twenty just... somethings who regret spending their youth fighting criminals. The question lingers of whether they can swallow their resentment long enough to come back together and save the world when it needs them most. CW. 
fact that I said they ran out of Arrowverse. They got to put something on there. I just hate that entire concept. They were. Ugh. It just seems like such an absolute betrayal of what those characters were. And like you're painting Professor Utonium as a bad dad. That dude was just trying his best. (laughs) Painting Professor Plutonium as a bad dad. Remember that, kids. He was just trying his best. Look, he made them in a lab. Uh, Gizmodo, as well as many other places on the internet, are reporting that Gina Carano is no longer a part of Star Wars. She'll be missed. Oh, well. No one ever. I already talked to somebody about who should replace her, and I think it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Did you you uh, ever watch someone at Lucasfilm? (laughs) Did you ever watch Once Upon a Time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Regina. The, okay. the brunette. Similar like, face. I see that. It's ha- it's, I, mean, I mean, the entire internet seems to be saying Lucy Lawless, and I'm on board with that. I mean, that's just because of who Lucy Lawless is. Yes, I, I will go for that one. But I, 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 I think I looks also wise, say just kill her just, off screen and be done with it. They don't, that's that's a, it's, I it's did see a comic all. this morning that was saying <laughs> that it was a conversation between Mando and that the, the black dude. And he was like, so what happened to, uh, and he's like, oh, she died. Space dysentery. <laughs> she just pooped herself to death. <laughs> it was legendary. Yes, I am all for it. I mean, look, she was, I, I liked the character, uh, and I was kind of disappointed when I found out that she was a parlor nutbag, but I didn't love the character. For, I, uh, you didn't love it enough for her to actually be a parlor nutbag? Like, well, I, it's not like... It was like, man, Cara Dune is such a really cool and interesting character. It was like when they, when I quote unquote killed off Ming Na's character, I was pissed. Yes. Like, no, no, you don't do that. That was awesome. But then they didn't do that. And that was also awesome. But she's just like, she was okay. And Gina Carano wasn't all that good at acting. <laughs> you could so, say it. She's not a good actress. She's she stoic. Like, she is, she is, she presents. Well, her acting chops, not so much there. Yeah, one of my yeah, friends made a good point. She was like, I think cardboard brings more to the table than she does. I was like, wow, okay, but also, okay. I mean, so. that's a little brutal. Uh, she wasn't awful or anything, but she, she uh, when you're Pedro Pascal, like, emotes through a freaking Mandalorian mask, you know? That dude can act. <laughs> he emotes with no face. Mm-hmm. When you when you've got her, her next to him, it's like the the disparity is is gigantic. So I don't know. I'm I'm not going to miss her. I don't think they should recast the character. I think they should just kill her off and replace her with somebody else who is very similar, which won't be hard because it's not so like wait, there's her a shortage became of the sheriff rebels out there somewhere. What happened? Was that? that? What did her character become? She became. Uh, yeah, some kind of law enforcement. Galactic sheriff. Yeah, galactic sheriff. So bring in, uh, what's his name? The guy that had Boba, uh, had Boba Fett. Get Fett's... Space Raylan Givens yeah. back in there. I'm, I'm in. Heck yeah. Apparently uh, she was going to be involved in that whole, uh, Star Rangers. Wars Rangers of the New Republic or something like that show. And, uh, that's effectively one of the reasons that they didn't announce her as it when they announced the, as the star of it when they're, cause they were like looking at her like, well, I don't know. 
Let's see where this lands. Let's see where this <laughs> sticks. Let's see if she could just oh, don't go no. on Twitter and be an awful person. And then she just couldn't do that. So, okay. So if bye. you're going to insist on being as awful as you can, then... You don't get to have that job. Yeah. Yep. Apparently she's already working on a movie with some other clowns. So, whatever. <laughs> with some other clowns. It'll go direct to video. It'll be fine. She'll be fine. In pretty nifty casting news, a Hollywood reporter tells us Last of Us, uh, there's a, a TV series being an HBO limited series based on the hit video game Last of Us, uh, the Game of Thrones breakout Bella Ramsey to star as Ellie. Yes. That works. I tried. Do it. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, like, internet complaints immediately because she doesn't look anything like... I don't know if it's Ellie or L. I think uh, it's Ellie. I well, don't remember how they say it in the game because I've never played it. Yeah. Ooh, I, I don't, remember. I actually I don't need it. my games to depress me that much. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, and and Pedro Pascal is also going to be um, the dude Joel in this. So, so it's great casting. Is it easier just to say what Pedro's not doing? Because that guy's all over the place now, isn't he? You know, it's weird. What else has he done other than Mandalorian and Wonder Woman? Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that. that was enough. Like he's now. It seems like every third thing. He doesn't. His name, his he's name he's been discovered. Dude's getting work because he earned it. No, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm gonna be honest. He doesn't do it for me. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's wrong with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry, sweetie. I love you, but I don't know what's wrong with you. No, it's fine. It's literally, I expected this. I wanted, I knew Chris was going to move along and I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to make it known right here, right now. I don't get it. This is the hill you die on. <laughs> From an attractive standpoint or as an actor? Yes. He is not attractive at all. Not a good looking <laughs> man. He is an average man. But he, he does a good job of the roles that he is in. I just like the obsession with him uh, like i thought he was too much in wonder woman and i thought that in everything in wonder woman was, was too, much. too much yeah <laughs> but like the i don't know i like the the other actors were not as too much as he was in that movie and um i don't think that was his fault yeah no i i, I feel confident that here's how that went down uh, Pedro, be more. Like, I don't understand what you mean. Just be more. <laughs> Everything's fucking boring. We don't know what we're doing. Be more. Okay. <laughs> I got this. He certainly did it. What's he... my motivation for this scene? I have no idea. We're paying we, you. You're in a tube. You're talking to everyone through their blood, we think. I don't know. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah well that's and that man it. took that and fucking owned it so he deserves like a bouquet of oscars as far as i'm concerned well, that he, he wasn't actively vomiting on screen like seriously that was one of those performances that reminded me of uh raul julia in the street fighter movie ever seen that thing to me it was Tuesday. absolutely amazing that movie is just the biggest mountain of turds you've ever seen and it's it's so much ham it's it's basically a pig farm in film form and raul julia just fucking ran with it 
his role made no sense at all whatsoever. And that dude owned it like it was his job because it was. That was amazing. Well, I love a good Chris rant. Yeah, let's just move on. I got what I wanted. I got that seriously. Like Watch Street Fighter titles. the movie. It's amazing. <laughs> And when I say it's amazing, I literally mean you will be amazed that this is a movie that happened. You're like, how did they rope Ming-Na into this? Is that Kylie Minogue? What is happening here? I have actually seen that movie and just... You blocked it out completely? Yeah. It was kind of like a traumatic experience, but Mortal Kombat stayed with me somehow, so I don't know where my brain's at. Mortal Kombat's like a good bad movie. Like that you know it's bad, but it's like it's just barely good enough to be like it out it outdoes its badness by being cool. Okay. Okay. And cuz that cuz you know you can re- I can go back and rewatch Mortal Kombat and be like this is bad, but I remember why I enjoyed it and I can still associate the there's like just cool things that happened in that movie. Like when Sub-Zero freezes the guy and well, he's jump kicking and then he shatters into a million pieces. Oh yeah. Shit's just cool. There's some Scorpion. Great, everything right, there's just, about Scorpion. Oh, God, Get man. over here. That was exactly. It's stupid, but it's cool. But yep. then you watch the sequel, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It's like, nope, no, this no is sequel. bad. This is uncomfortable to watch. And that that's the difference between good, bad, and just bad. Yes. And uh, Street Fighter the movie is like, it really skates that line because it's, it is so far over the top. Like, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I, it, the, the movie is just hysterical, and you just have to look at it and wonder how the hell did this happen? Jean Claude Van Damme as the most American soldier ever. He's supposed to be white dude, American white bread, Whitey McWhiterson, and they got Jean Claude Van Damme and his thick ass accent talking about I'm the Repo Man, and your months is six, your ass is six months overdue. <laughs> What the hell happened here? Uh, this happened. This moment just now made it all worth it for me. All right. Oh, I love it. I love that stupid movie. But yes, Raul Julia was a goddamn treasure in that movie. Just just an absolute treasure. Any hoosers, uh, HollywoodReporter.com announces that Brooklyn Nine-Nine will end with abbreviated delayed season eight on NBC. This is the right call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This show's run its course. Eight seasons? That's goddamn good for a sitcom. Well done. Well done, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I mean, not to mention the climate in America right now with cops. Yeah. It's just, like, after last year, I just don't see a place for a comedy about cops on TV. And they're, being, they're taking that into consideration in their writing, which I thought was really great. Like, they've always been... I always feel like this show is thoughtful. I said mm-hmm. that to Evan when I read this article. Like, I, I'm i not even remotely surprised that they would be taking this so seriously. Right. Um, this is a good step towards, you know, changing the attitude toward police in America. Yeah. Uh, and and, and I, I'm sad to see the show go because I love it so much, but I'm happy that it's being handled correctly the way you said. Like, the yeah, this makes sense. This works. Yeah, it's getting an ending. It's that, that's that's how you do it. Good job. Yeah. And now yeah. Joe Latrulio will be free to do other things. We always want that. <laughs> yeah, I can't Are wait to see what that guy does next. Whatever. It is, uh, then we have him. this was just a tweet 
that I found um, discussing film. Uh, Donald Glover announces a new TV series of Mr. and Mrs. Smith starring himself and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yay! Okay, is this actually real, I love everything about that sentence. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't even care if you understand it. I want it. I, 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 Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like the spy, the, the, the spy movie? I assume so, yeah. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Mm Mm-mm, yummy. I mean, I figure I'm, I'm going to assume I don't see either one of them as like action spy people. Well, I could see Donald Glover doing it, and didn't uh, Phoebe Waller? I don't know. The only thing I know Phoebe Waller from is that 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 show that she does where she talks directly to the camera. Fleabag. Fleabag. Yes. Um, if you want like a couple minutes of your joy of joy in your life, um. Oh God, I'm gonna forget the name of this uh, song. It's called "Treat People with Kindness." Go find the YouTube video. It's a um, Harry Styles song, okay. and she's in the music video, and it's fucking delightful. Okay, and the song is uh, is a banger. It slaps. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a banger, she says. All right. Guys, oh God, guys, I'm totally tea. not in my forties. But that's because I about say her, things I like think, it slaps. I think she can pull off pretty okay. much anything she wants to. So. I think she's talented enough to pull it off. All so right. let's. Uh, I know let's see she is. I just like Donald Glover. <laughs> I don't even care. And like we already know, the two of them have a a degree of chemistry from if you've watched Solo. Even though I didn't particularly care for that droid in that movie, that there were there were some good moments in it. That movie's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you keep going right now. If we just pretended we weren't here, what would Chris say? <laughs> he would go to sleep. He would go to sleep. Yeah, he'd, yeah. he'd leave. He'd shut the turn the call, call off and stop the recording. That's fair. Let's see, <clears throat> Angie. You posted. Uh, did we already cover everything about this? Yeah. yeah. In yep, this deadline article. Okay, so let's keep going. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. See, I just posted this to see, to understand to hear your reaction. Well, that's the thing. This is not my area of expertise. Um, uh, what site is Deadline.com. Dota, Dragon's Blood, Netflix announces anime series based on Valve video game franchise. Uh, Dota, Dawn I, of the Ancients, I think, is what that uh, stands defense, for. Defense, defense of, of the, the Ancients. Ancients. Something of the Ancients. Dean of the Ancients. Dean plays this game. <laughs> uh, and that's what I know about it. So apparently they're made. I have like no basis of information on this at all. If I'm not mistaken, it was basically a giant MMO, and it started year. Let me hold on. I just saw saw the thing with a year of uh, Valve released in 2000. Yeah, Dota 2, which was released in 2013, is a sequel to the developer's original Dota uh, Defense of the Ancients, the multiplayer online battle arena title of the world's leading online games that currently hosts millions of players daily and holds multiple records for top esports tournament prize earnings. So, like, I know it's still a thing. It's a big cultural phenomena for people who like MMOs and do a lot of that online gaming that that them youths are doing. And they're making it into a Netflix show. And apparently now that's going in that direction. So, listen, I got a WoW movie, so I'm but cool with it. But the only reason I, I this also I said, well, maybe is because um, Ashley Edward Miller is involved 
as showrunner and executive producer, and she did Black Sails. So what? Yeah, that's why <laughs> okay. I thought. That's why I also included that. So you do love me eh, every once in a while. Well, uh, let's wrap things up with a real, uh, a real proper smiley face here. This this kind of made my day. I didn't get to watch the dramatic reading. Oh, you got to. Uh, well, we started to, and then my daughter walked into the kitchen and was complaining about imaginary spiders and aliens or whatever. So, gotcha. Good times. Parenting. Uh, I was horribly, I was gutted when they canceled Ducktales. Mm-hmm. But Deadline is now telling us that Ducktales Disney XD sets ninety minute series finale. Sean Carlo Esposito, Jamila Jamil, and more returning as guest voices. Apparently, they will actually get a finale. A movie. Yeah. This is our good news for the day, folks. If you stuck with us this long, here it is. It makes me happy to know that, uh, because from what I've come to understand, the season three that I have not seen yet, because it's for some goddamn reason not on Disney Plus. (laughs) What the hell, Disney? seriously there is zero doubt in my mind that if they made this show a disney plus show instead of a disney xd show that it would still be running because it would reach a much larger audience on disney plus than disney xd i will never understand why that's not the case but anyway uh that it got canceled and season three apparently ended on a bit of a cliffhanger and now it seems that there's going to be something that really wraps things up that makes me happy. Unless I'm misreading this and this is just the last three episodes of season three or whatever cobbled into one and it's still going to end on a cliffhanger. I don't know, but Hopefully I'm going to choose to believe that this is uh, what I want it to be and that this show is getting the ending that it deserves. And hopefully the spinoffs of like Darkwing Duck and whatnot wind up continuing to give children's animation good things because three seasons and a movie that's good for a show like this i would rather see it wrap up nicely than you know keep going until it's not good anymore right you don't want things like the things that you really enjoy you want them to end not fade away yeah you don't want it to be the simpsons you want it to be avatar yeah mm-hmm. i'll agree with that or gravity falls nudge nudge wink wink <laughs> So with that information, I also want to comment on the fact that there is attached to this article a dramatic reading by a number of the cast members of the theme song. And it made me smile so hard that my cheeks hurt. So there's that too. <laughs> He's not used to smiling, guys. No, I don't. Not, it's, it's hard. <laughs> well, he works in retail. A real so. workout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how long was season three? How many episodes? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> I will. Let's take... ask the internet. The internet knows all. Hey Google. Oh, my phone's probably going off now. Ducktales. Talk to me about the 2017 Ducktales series. Uh, ran for 71 episodes. Season three was. Oh, apparently season three has not aired, finished airing yet? Yeah, it seems like there's only 12, maybe? 12, 13, 15, uh, 16? It looks like 18 ran on uh, season three, episode 18 was on November 30th. Then we have 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and 24. Uh, 24 scheduled to air March 
29th. So when was this uh, special supposed to air? Let's go back and figure it out live on air because we're awesome. <laughs> um, we're doing it live. <laughs> Honey, edit this out. <laughs> Tell Dan to edit this out. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, okay. No, never mind. That's uh, season three, episode 22. Yeah, the last adventure. So maybe the last adventure is just an actual tying it up, maybe? I don't know. The last adventure on IMDb is listed as season 3, episode 22 for March 15th, but then they have season 323 uh, 23 and 324, so what makes me... This makes me think that the last adventure is the last three episodes uh, tied up together, uh, squished together, and maybe it will actually be an ending. Who knows? I guess we'll find out when it airs in March. And I'm going to choose to believe that this show's getting the ending it deserves. Okay. Think positive. Yes. Happy thoughts. Mm-hmm. Here in Duckbird. Well, that's uh, that's all I got. I think uh, it's time to wrap things up. Sounds like a plan. Oh my cool. Goodness. That's our show. You can get in touch with us at malletgeekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for our latest video content. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on uh, on all sorts of internet. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. Evan, where can people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. And Angie, where can people find you? A for not. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can let us leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Evan, remind us what our homework is. Uh, it is Resident Alien Season 1, Episode 1. There we go. You didn't think I'd have that on the ready. Oh, I did. I knew you'd be prepared. <laughs> Every once in a while. One of us has to be. <laughs> ha. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Karen. I'm Angie. Why Dota? I don't understand. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day. <laughs>